Well, hello, and welcome to The Insecurity Project. I'm your host, Jamin Fraser, and I am on a mission to end the unnecessary suffering caused by the fear of not being good enough. We've all got it. We've all got to work through it. But thankfully, there is a clear, intelligent, and complete solution to the insecurity problem, and that is what this project is all about. Hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey folks, Jamin here. It's 10 Minute Tuesday time, the first one for 2019. And look, I was going through the back catalogue of podcast episodes from last year, and I discovered to my horror that I missed out on one of my favourite tools, uh, the psychology of self-esteem, as taken from Nathaniel Brandon's book of that same name. And credit given to Robert Holmes and Sue Heffron, who did the heavy lifting around deconstructing that book. It's a pretty heavy book and turning this model into something that's very, very useful. So the idea of the psychology of self-esteem is uh, such a fantastic, high-quality framework, elegantly simple, as all the best frameworks are. So if you haven't come across this, I'm sure you'll love it. If you have come across it, I'm still sure you'll love it. So here it is. Nathaniel suggests that when life happens, there's really only two options. You can face up to life or you can run away. Now, not literally run away, although that's probably one of the options, but uh, there's lots of subtle ways of running away. You know, blame, excuse, pretending, lying, avoiding, uh, obfuscating. Great word, means to cloud the issue if you haven't heard it before. Uh, Game playing, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that actually causes us to escape a situation. Um, And look, it is possible to escape reality. It is possible to get away from it and to feel like you have successfully done so, yet you don't get away scot-free because uh, you take some lingering emotion with you, particularly shame, guilt, and anxiety, which doesn't help you sleep well at night. Those things go in your backpack and cling to you. Uh, And in the process of this, of running away, taking shame, guilt, and anxiety, uh, because we're sense-making creatures always trying to understand our world and tell stories about it, we actually teach ourselves some things about ourselves in the process. And specifically, we teach ourselves every time we run that we need to keep running and that we don't have what it takes to deal with life. So when things get hard, the only option is to run. We are a runner. Um, so that lesson gets gets taught again and again and again and becomes embedded into our psyche and becomes part of our identity all the time weakening our sense of belief and leading to a very disempowering belief that we are not enough we don't have what it takes to deal with life and we're simply not enough which ultimately leads to a very poor self-esteem that's what happens when we run every time we run every time we avoid something every time we hide from something every time we blame someone else we weaken our own self-esteem. Now, alternatively, we can face up to life. That's the other side of the equation, the other option. You know, almost always it is harder to face up than run away in the short term, in the immediate option. Yet, although it's harder, it causes far better returns every single time. You know, while running away is blame, excuse, avoid, uh, facing up is about taking responsibility, being accountable to your choices, accepting your actions, facing the consequences, dealing with stuff, confronting things, going into conflict, speaking up, being assertive. Sometimes it's just standing. Sometimes it's just a decision not to run. That might be all you can muster, but it's still an act of standing. Now, interestingly, when you stand and face up to life, 
as terrible as it is, as hard as it's going to be, as embarrassed as you might be, as ashamed of your choices or as fearful of the implications you might be, you actually don't die uh, and you come out the other side still standing and instead of taking shame, guilt and anxiety, you take confidence, strength and peace, which in uh, our sense-making paradigm uh, teaches us some interesting things about ourselves, namely that we actually do have what it takes to deal with life and it becomes a success reference point that strengthens us because we didn't think we we're going to face that lasting and get through yet we did so if that was possible what else is possible so in the process of teaching ourselves that we have what it takes to deal with life we establish this core belief that we are enough we have enough that we are good enough and ultimately that leads to a beautiful healthy sense of self so putting a coaching frame on it which is entirely outcomes focused and positioning you as the hero in the story the key question is would you like to feel good about yourself or bad about yourself that's your question and only you can answer it if you answer it as i imagine you will that you would like to feel good about yourself well then the only way to feel good about yourself long term is to face up to life which leads to the next question what are you running away from right now where are you procrastinating? Where have you put off tasks? Where are the conversations that you know you should have had, you know, that were right to have, but you haven't had them because they were hard and you haven't known how to have them? Where, where are stuff you've borrowed that you haven't returned? Where are promises you've made but haven't kept? Where are things that you have done wrong and haven't made amends? Uh, where are the difficult things that you are avoiding? Where are you pretending not to know what's going on? Where are you obfuscating? Because every time, in every situation that you do that, you are weakening your own self-esteem. And you said that you wanted to feel good about yourself, and that's not going to get you what you said you wanted. Interestingly, as parents, this is a, a really crucial principle as well. Uh, you know, typically, you know, most parents, well, I, or most every parent, I don't know every parent, but again, I am making an assumption that parents want their children to feel good about themselves. But typically, the strategy parents use undermine that outcome because parents tend towards flattery and protecting their children from responsibility. When things get hard, they help their children run away uh, so that we can set their uh, sense of self to really help your children become strong and healthy in who they are, they have to face reality. That means if they're no good at something, it's okay to tell them. You don't have to pretend they're awesome if they're not awesome. That means if they fail, helping them face that failure. Uh, that means being honest with them. That means helping them face the consequences of their actions. That means helping them make amends for when they've done wrong. Every time you help your child face their reality, you help them discover that they have what it takes to deal with life and they don't need to run. And in that process, they build their sense of self. So it's such a, a wonderfully simple framework, um, very hard. You know, but you can look at this and ask what the gift is in this for you. So... Uh, I used to be a chronic procrastinator. There are lots of far too many tasks on my list that I would just keep avoiding because they were difficult. Uh, when I learned this idea, however, I realized that everything that I had previously been avoiding was now an opportunity to boost my sense of self. So I went looking for things I'd been putting off. 
I went looking for things that I hadn't returned. I went looking for things that I could make amends for. Realized that every one of those things was now an opportunity to give myself a great sense of satisfaction and to build my self-esteem. And so it was a total reframe around something that I was avoiding because I was hard. Now I was realizing that that hard thing I'd been avoiding was now an opportunity to feel great. So confronting questions, challenging questions, but all put in the coaching frame, which positions you as the hero and helps you to focus on what it is that you want. So again, the question, do you want to feel good about yourself or bad about yourself? If it's good, do you want to feel time to face up? I hope that's useful. I'm very grateful for Nathaniel Brandon's wisdom here. I I love the idea of leaving a a legacy, giving the world something useful that uh, can go on and on and on after you have gone. Stephen Covey's done it, Anthony Robbins has done it, Brandon's done it. Uh, You know, I think each of us have this unique contribution to make and uh, we don't make it while we are hindered by insecurity and having a weak sense of self because we will just never have the courage to back ourselves enough to fully step up and bring our best to life. So there's a lot at stake for each of us to overcome our insecurity and that's why I'm on a mission to solve this problem and to help you solve this problem, to help your kids solve this problem and uh, to help end the madness in the world. I hope you've enjoyed the first 10 minute Tuesday for 2019 there's some really cracking interviews I can't wait to release uh, that I've recorded over the summer holidays and looking forward to an outstanding year as part of the Insecurity Project I'll talk to you again next week you've been listening to the Insecurity Project I hope you found the content and conversations useful and remember you are not just the actor in the story you are the storyteller you have the ability to turn this all around For more information about overcoming insecurity, check out theinsecurityproject.com.